Some of the scribes and Pharisees said to Jesus, Teacher, we wish to see a sign from you. He said to them in reply, An evil and unfaithful generation seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it except the sign of Jonah the prophet. Just as Jonah was in the belly of the whale three days and three nights, so will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth three days and three nights. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and there is something greater than Jonah here. At the judgment, the Queen of the South will arise with this generation and condemn it, because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and there is something greater than Solomon here. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Signs, we all desire them, we all want to be assured that somehow we're on the right track or that we are confirmed in either our faith or some other aspect of our life. And often as a priest you'll encounter people desirous of is this a sign, Father, or look at this miracle? And oftentimes we're seeking this as some sort of confirmation of our faith, and obviously it is a good thing in many ways. But at the same time, what our Lord's point is today in today's gospel is that ultimately it is a trust in him. Do we trust him? Do we trust despite the signs? Because for so many of the saints, they persevere through many doubts, many trials. In particular today, St. Saints Camillus de Lillis, I encountered in Rome. He was an incorruptible that I just happened to happen, happened to happen upon while I was visiting Rome and was just kind of intrigued and investigated his life. He was a close collaborator of St. Philip Neri, and because of a wound that he received as a soldier, he was seeking to enter religious life, but order after order after order denied him again and again and again. Because of a wound that he had received that had given him a limp, they denied him, seeing him as unfit for service within their order because, well, he wanted to care for the poor and the sick. And so St. Philip Neri insisted that he found his own order. And he did. And this order became rather well known for being one of the few people that after, you know, sailors would come into port And if anybody was sick with any sort of plague, they would leave them on the ship to see whether they would recover or whether they would die so that they would not not spread this disease to others. And so they were, these individuals were often isolated and died alone. But St. Camillus the Lillis order sought to serve them in their hour of death and their hour of need and were often the only ones present with them during this time of their life in which their life would come to an end, often alone. And so his order was an order that would enter, go upon these ships, and come for the dying. So we too, as we stand in the presence of the Lord this day, we should persevere. Oftentimes it is difficult for us to see where the Lord is leading us. What's my vocation, the young may ask themselves. Or as we age, we ask ourselves, how are we supposed to serve the young? How do I pass the faith onto my children? How do I deepen my own faith? And it is ultimately by faith. It is by a faith that Christ is working in our midst. That, as St. Teresa of Avila told us, God is where he wants you to be. This day, God is where he wants you to be in this church at this point in your life. And he can do something with that. 
And so let us trust him that he does indeed desire to lead us to himself, to lead us along the paths of our life, that we might deepen our love for him, deepen our love for neighbor, and come ultimately to the salvation in Christ that we all desire in our heavenly homeland.